This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Bowler. Coming up momentarily, stay tuned. Uh, Bowler's interview brought to you by our friends at Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping irrigation, agricultural agricultural <laughs> irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainland.com. I know you're super into irrig- uh, irrigation, Gordon. Mountain Land's your spot. Uh, yeah. Indeed. Or not. You know, no, it is. Uh, I'm looking at Austin, and I still can't get over the shirt. I love it. Doesn't that make your day? Doesn't it make you happy? You're Austin's most, shirt? You're the most tie-dyed guy I know. I know. Yeah, sure. Looks good. Hope it makes Austin happy. That's the point. He's not wearing <laughs> his clothes to improve my mood. <laughs> I've never sat never sat down with you, Gordon, and go. You know your your outfits really making me grumpy today, Gordon. <laughs> you know I'm wondering if uh, if Bowler has any tie dyed shirts. I bet he does. Bowler, are you a tie dye guy? Well, uh, when I was in seventh grade, <laughs> I no. did have one. And then I'll tell you what, true story. I think I went to this girl's house that I kind of liked. And I remember her mom saying, why don't you guys make some tie-dye? I go, okay. And so we, like, tied a shirt up in rubber bands. Does that sound right? Yep. Then you dunked it, and then you let it lay out and dry. And I thought, mm, okay. So, yeah. What happened to that girlfriend, Bowler? I uh, never never really blossomed, so to speak. <laughs> it's one of those seventh and eighth grade things. It lasts about a week. And then you get a note. <laughs> Remember those notes they used to slip the girl. Her best friend would say, "I got a note for you." And you knew it was, it was you knew it was over. It was doomed. And uh, I think I, I like your other friend. Like, oh, okay, great, so, <laughs> okay, terrific. great, whatever. How many girlfriends have you ever totaled them up? What girlfriends? Yeah, notes. Oh no, no, count. No, so. <laughs> I was just I was just kind of a guy that just was more outside sports guy you know i don't really think i really even thought seriously true stories i i don't i think it was like junior maybe ninth grade maybe sophomore year in high school i really started you know like had a a date i went out or like to a party you know well see gordon's answer is easy there i mean it's one is easy to remember <laughs> one is he one yeah one, one. yeah it's not hard See, oh, I, no. I know one. i know enough about bowler to know some of his history so i'm not going to get into it more here, than but, one but we all we all we all have histories <laughs> don't we i guess of one right. sort i suppose yeah, we yeah. uh bowler the jazz have taken control of the series up three one um i guess uh, i'm going to keep this open give us your takeaway from the weekend uh taking two in memphis well, circumstances, again, with Mark Eaton's passing was another huge challenge to get through Saturday night. 
and, and take the, the two games to one lead. I really thought, again, character, uh, Rudy, uh, who was mentored by, by Mark, and just the, uh, just the, you know, for me, I mean, Big T had a really tough time, nine years playing alongside Mark Eaton with the Jazz. And, you know, for me, I've covered him um, since about his second year uh, in the league and just a gentleman and a great friend. And I didn't know how the Jazz would respond, but to their credit, again, uh, dealt another blow uh, emotionally, and they came through it. I- I've got to applaud them to, to to win one for Mark. I don't know if you want to use that as a, you know, a real – you know, motivator. But I think again, they were all. They, Mark was in their mind. Look, let's be honest. They're humans. Uh, he knew all of them. He was around the club a lot, and it had to hurt. It had to. Uh, so I was impressed with their grinded out mentality. I know the Grizzlies FedEx form is the old grindhouse in a different time, but I think the Jazz have been grinding along the way uh, in this series, and there's been moments where they've had monster leads and then Memphis to their credit Jake Gordo have come back with Morant and Valanciunas and Brooks and a little bit of Grayson Allen mind you uh and all of a sudden those leads slip down into you know three points or they retake the lead uh Memphis retakes the lead and the Jets have to find their way back but I've never since panicked guys I really haven't I feel like they're in control uh, they've got to still take care of loose, you know, live ball turnovers, which just gives teams too many extra possessions. And that's the one concern I have. Look, they're hitting free throws, right? In the last two or three games, they're knocking down threes. So after game one's kind of debacle. But, you know, I, I like their chances to jump and go tomorrow night and move on to round two. You know, Donovan said never again, but here they are sitting in the same position they were in the bubble up 3-1 on Denver. So, the lesson, if it was learned, is don't don't think this one's over because Memphis, I guarantee it, tomorrow night comes to town and they're going to bust tail. Uh, that's just who they are. And Quinn Snyder, who knows Taylor Jenkins, you know, at, you know Jake with their time down with the uh, Austin Toros in the old D League, man, there's a lot of respect there. He knows exactly the type of coach, and those players show that type of intensity. So it ain't over. But you're going to just have to use the home crowd, get it done, and move on to round two. And you may get a day or two more rest than you expected if you if you take it in five, and then you have to wait to see what happens with Dallas uh, and the Clippers. Not that the Jazz want to get involved in this in any way or let it get to their heads or anything, but the Jazz are now the favorite out of Vegas to win the West. Yeah. And what, number two to win an NBA championship? Yeah. I saw those yeah. today. Yeah, yeah it's amazing when you win a couple on the road and you get Donovan back healthy and Rudy's defense, uh, people start to take notice. Um, you know, we've all known along, all known this this year all along that you know who the Jazz are, what they are, what the goal is, and I think we just saw it, Jake and Gordon on the road. You know, in Memphis, another challenge, another heartbreak with Mark's passing, and I tell you, the Jazz just uh, have been dealt some. Some big challenges this year um, off off the floor. Memphis, the flight to Memphis uh, before the end of the year, and uh, the, the you know the engine, the birds, uh, the bubble, COVID, uh, Rudy and Donovan. Could the relationship be salvaged? I mean, that's amazing stuff that 
you know that that's happened to this franchise and the way they've uh, persevered thus, thus far. It makes you wonder if there's something something unusual, something special happening here, Bowler. And I I don't know, beats me. But everything you just listed there, that's a whole lot. Well, look, I mean, also off the floor, you lost Jerry, which was just over a year ago. Uh, you lost a dear friend um, who all the players knew, and Doug Burrell who was a gym of a guy, the the longtime team masseuse, uh, and then you lose Mark. Uh, so, yeah, they're dealing with more than just basketball issues, and I, I'm really impressed with their perseverance and just their focus. Uh, yeah, I, you know what, Gordon, I know it sounds corny and Jake, but, you know, if there is, you know, something out there, you know, if if the winds blow the right way, right, uh, is, it, is it blowing the, the jazz direction? I don't know. They've got to do the work, and there's a lot of teams ahead of them that have the same goal. Uh, I'm anxious to see how this stuff plays out. You know, four good teams are going to get knocked out in round one. Uh, that's just the way the West is. And, you know, the Jazz look like they're going to be on their way to round two, and they'll have a new opponent soon. But you can't lose focus, man. If you're on this mission, they say they are, then you've got to continue to look ahead. And, they're pretty good about one day. I know it's the cliche of all time, one day at a time. But in reality, that's the way you have to approach it, I think, especially in postseason play. But also, stay the course. Be focused. And um, as Quinn likes to say, precision. And the Jazz are, their, are at their best, Jake and Gordon, when, the, when they just are precise with passing. And they're not lazy with the pass. And we saw that a few times last night. And you let John Morant or Dylan Brooks get loose and just take an easy one to the rim. It changes the emo- the momentum, the the emotion of the game, and then you have to fight your way back. But hey, look, I think Memphis is good. That's a young team, and you get another piece or two for that bench, and you stay healthy. They're going to be a player. They're going to be a player. I think we're watching it right before our eyes. But look, the Jazz were there a couple of years ago, and right now you see who the Jazz are. They've been through the grind. And now they're ready to, to take the next step, at least in my opinion. And uh, their bench is better. Uh, their depth, their starters, the backcourt is superb. Mike's had a great series thus far, and hopefully he stays healthy. And Donovan's ankle holds up. He looked good last night, guys. He was able to make cuts and do the, you know, the right to left and the stagger step to the rim. I mean, I think he's forgotten about the ankle and he's playing basketball. Bowler, don't get me wrong. I mean, John Morant did not have a bad game last night by any means. He was 23-12. and 12, But it seemed like the Jazz were a little more effective on him last night. Why do you think that was? Well, I think they got a body on him. I think they pushed him out of the paint a little bit more. I think they put some doubt into his head. Uh, they turned him into a uh, – they tried to force him to go ahead and take the three-point shot. If he works on that in the next couple of seasons, he could really be dynamic from outside. But, you know, Jake, I thought, again, that they, they put a couple of guys on him. Uh, they were going to let Valanchunas go ahead and take some outside shots. And Jaron Jackson, they kind of left alone as well. And, look, Jackson, before the injury, is a pretty good three-point shooter. Since he's returned, not real, real effective until he got into a bit of a rhythm last night. But I think they're trying to pick their poison a bit. Uh, they've got weapons. They're not a proficient three-point shooting club. So I think they've just put more bodies on Ja, try to get more physical with him, and I thought it worked pretty good last night. Uh, it worked well in Game Three uh, as well. I mean, he went from 47 to 28, right, from games 
uh, two to three. And then, uh, you know, last night again, just kind of held him where he needed to be. He's going to put points on the board because that's just the talent that he is. But um, I thought Quinn tried a couple of different looks, let Valanchunas wiggle loose on his own. As I said, Jaron Jackson, you know, went kind of man-to-man out on the three-point line. But I thought the Jazz just were more focused and more physical with uh, Morant last night. Well, what do you make of the tone and tenor of the series? For instance, Quinn Snyder gets teed up. Uh, Rudy Gobert punches the uh, the basket standard, uh, and Dylan Brooks is. I mean, he's he's uh, sort of making a show after every call, crying a little bit. What, what do you make of the back and forth in this regard? Well, it's what the NBA is, and look, it's kind of like the old school. Uh, no one can really look. I always go back to the days when the NBA was taped on CBS. I'm not sure how many of our listeners remember that, but you know that was that was physical basketball. I mean, even prior to you know, this is after the Jerry Sloan era. You know, where you heard of you know, well, Danny Ainge nearly bit a guy's finger off. What, what, you know, the story gets better as the years go by. But yeah, actually, it was the other I, way I think around. Was well, got his <laughs> finger bit off? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, see how the story changes? It's, I call it the oh, – never mind what I call it. But um, it's it's interesting to see it. I like it, personally. The Jazz need the mojo. The Jazz need Quinn Snyder to jump to their defense. Uh, the games officiating have been, let's say, less than consistent. Uh, and it's, you're going to have to figure it out every night who's going to make the calls and how the game is going to be played. And, you know, you're not going to agree with every call. But, look, when Quinn Snyder gets teed up, there's a reason for it. Um, And usually he's a slow burn, and then all of a sudden, you know, it pops. And last night we saw a piece of it. Uh, Dylan Brooks, man, I don't know. I I was reading Twitter when I got home last night. There were some pretty funny one-liners out there about Dylan Brooks. I mean, he's a physical guy. He's got that gleam in his eye. And he wanted a piece of Conley. He wanted a piece of Donovan Mitchell. Maybe he's working for a contract. But, look, people have taken notice, right, of Dylan Brooks and his defense. But also he's been able to be very effective on the offensive side too. But I don't mind the physicality. You know, I don't want to see punches thrown. But I like I like the hard style of play. And I don't mind Rudy punching the backboard or the, or the, uh, the padding uh, on, on the standard, you know. He should have put some gloves on in his boxing, got into a boxing stance. But other than that, you know, it was you know, he, he was more slapping than hitting. <laughs> but you know, I, I think one thing too, Jake and Gordon, don't don't the Jazz get criticized for not being emotionally uh, or emotional or or let's just say engaged with some attitude at times. So I, I kind of welcome the fact that they're involved in this series and they understand that it takes. If you're going to take a punch, you got to not literally, but you've got to give it back. And I think they they're doing that. And uh, Memphis kind of has forced the issue, but uh, I'm glad to see the Jazz not backing down. Uh, you got to play physical in this game. And as everyone always says, hey man, you wipe the slate clean. Playoffs is a different style of basketball, and I think we've witnessed that so far in this series. You think this one ends in five, Bowler? I I think the Jazz better get it done in five. I hate to see him go back to Memphis and then, by chance, have to decide it at home in game seven. 
look, if Donovan holds true to his word, what he said in the bubble, never again. Right? I believe that's the quote after losing in Game 7 with a 3-1 lead to Denver. Uh, and with the home crowd tomorrow night, I think the emotions are going to be you know, sky high. So get, get it done in front of your home crowd. Yes. Uh, do I have a silver? Do I have a crystal ball? No. But do I feel it? Yes. Uh, I think it bodes well for the Jazz. Get it done. Have a couple of extra days. Sit back and then start the process again on your second round opponent. Um, say Luca, Dallas. Who do you want, Jake? Who do you want, Gordo? Um, Not the Clippers. Well, you want Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? No. J- no. J- Jake's no. really high on the clubs. Give me the team, Bowler. Give me the team that doesn't play any defense. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, I still kind of wonder in my mind, are Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the same plane of consciousness? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if that the, the vibe is good there. But talent, Yeah when they're kind of on the same page, but I don't know. I've seen some, some strange moments with, with that, with that team. I'm not sure. Hey, if they're knocked down round one, I don't know what Ballmer's going to do, right? He's wanting to build a new arena in LA, but uh, I'm not sure if that combination, you know, is going to stay put or if they'll have to make more tweaks. But if Dallas wins that series, you get Luca and the jazz and the Mavs and Porzingis, you know what? I'll take that one too. Jake, well, and you're right. One of the Could co- be high scoring. One of the cool things about the playoffs, Bowler, is that it does offer these varied matchups. And that's why I think NBA champions really earn it. And uh, they have to face these different kinds of uh, hurdles. And uh, the Jazz will as well if they're able to, to get to the NBA Finals again. I wanted to ask you about last night's game from a standpoint. I was watching Gobert during the game because I was writing a column about him. But it's so interesting. We've seen this all season long. You've seen it as much as anyone, that they go inside out, outside in. You know, it's difficult for defenses to either jam the perimeter shooters or and contain Gobert at the same time. It seems like it's almost impossible to do. And when the Jazz came out in that second half and they went to Rudy over and over again, and he was very effective in that way, it 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 just seemed like the 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 Grizzlies were really punched in the mouth via Rudy Gobert. Yeah, it was like game over, right? I mean, Rudy was totally a non-factor, uh, Jake and, and Gordo in the first half. One touch, I believe, zero for one, had one free throw, one point at halftime. And look, it was obviously discussed. You know, uh, don't know for sure, but let's let's make it as it is look what gobert did in the second half and his involvement they look for gobert uh valanchunas would jump out sometimes and uh take go away from rudy he was more offensive minded himself trying to hit the three at times rudy stayed down on the block i mean there were some great passes from conley and joe and rudy just took advantage i mean i tell you he's more confident than i've ever seen him on the offensive end. Has he developed? Absolutely. Does he have more room? Absolutely. But he's feeling pressure from Valanchunas, and this happened before the end of the regular season, guys, where he will be able to feel to whether to go right or left. And most times he likes to spin to his right shoulder baseline and then finish up on top of the rim. It's now not just the lob pass, you know, the high pass, as Quinn likes to say. He's now been able to use his feet and stay on a pivot and make moves. 
And, you know, if he can continue to develop, eight years in, I get it. But, look, Mike Conley's an all-star 14 years in. You can get better in the NBA if you decide to work hard enough to, to do it. And I think Mike's one example. He's having, what, his best year yep. as a pro? And I think Gobert's got a lot more a lot more growth ahead, not only on the defensive end, but he's smart now. You can tell. He's wise. And the way he's able to recover from the perimeter back to guard baseline and the paint, wow. Not too many, if any, uh, have that ability to turn on a dime and get back and either disrupt or block a shot. If Gobert's not a three-timer, it's a sad statement uh, for the NBA. He had his free throws, too. He is. Clutch. Clutch. Two clutch shots last night. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm holding my breath because, you know, this could be win or lose. And you know what? The Jazz have been clutch in this series. And they were clutch in the fourth quarter defensively, and they were also hitting free throws, and Donovan does what Donovan does. And it's it's an interesting thing to see. I don't. I think Jazz two years ago lose games like that. Jake, I don't know if you agree. You know, yeah. and you and Tim broke it down, but you know, in your post game report. And, but I think right now the Jazz have. You know, it is a process. I'm really convinced it is a process. Once in a while, you get a team that's young, fresh. They don't know better, and they make waves and you know make a run to a title. But the Jazz have gone through the process. And I don't think there's a panic. They go, been here, done that, and they stay cool and calm. And that's what I've seen in this playoff series so far. Bowler, you are the best. Thank you so much. And we'll see you here at the arena tomorrow night. And they come fast and furious. They do. The first two took a week and a half, it felt like. But, no, they're coming at us fast. And um, I'm having a blast. I think Jazz fans, it's great. You know, the watch party the other night was out of sight. And tomorrow night should be just a rock and roll show. I can hardly wait to get going. Thanks, Bowler. All right, guys. See you soon. The great Craig Bowler Jack joins us every Tuesday right here on The Big Show. All right. Good to hear from Bowler as always. Yeah, and uh, I agree with everything he said. Uh, This is is a jazz team that I think does have a bit of an attitude based on some of their past experiences. We saw Houston kick them around a little bit. We saw Golden State beat them way back in the day. And uh, and what happened with Denver last year, uh, Donovan, I think, has had his fill of that stuff. And he knows the ins and outs now, and he wants to lead his team. to And, and Rudy does as well. And those are your two stars who are leading the way. And when you add in Mike Conley as well, Jake, and that kind of veteran leadership, uh, the team seems pretty well suited to uh, handle exactly what we're seeing. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, here to help you if you're suffering from ED. He's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, guys. Yes, if you're struggling with ED, frustrated in the bedroom, Wasatch Medical really has helped so many guys deal with the problem, which is a blood flow problem. Typically, it's damaged blood vessels, restricted blood flow. And our acoustic wave therapy, we have two versions which are the uh, most heavily studied and proven they open up and regrow blood vessels with gentle pressure waves we've helped a lot of guys turn back the clock in the bedroom Uh, if you're craving more intimacy and frustrated because it's not there this really can help and it doesn't involve a pill or a needle 
that's got to be uh, a really attractive to a lot of guys, right? Because the pills suck for a variety of reasons, and uh, needles, man, that just sounds terrible. Yes, you're exactly right. They cause side effects in just about everybody. Nobody wants to do it. And then they're taking more and more, and this is uh, more of your younger years type function. We've seen guys in their 50s get back to function like in their 30s. That is pretty cool stuff. And uh, a lot of the studies say long-lasting solutions, so not something that you have to repeat unlike the pills. 801-901-8000. That's the number to call, 801-901-8000. Get on that schedule and find out if this is a good fit, right? Yes, there's a lot for free. The first step is uh, meeting with a doctor. He'll do an assessment and an exam at our clinic. He'll also do a blood flow ultrasound. Pretty cool. And we do it no charge. Uh, So you can call us to set that up, and we'll also throw in the little gift that is very popular, uh, produces immediate results in the bedroom, and there's no obligation to go forward with treatments. 801-901-8000. Call now, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. This is your Jazz at 30 update. Ring the 30-point bell. Jazz now up three games to one in their best-of-seven playoff series with the Memphis Grizzlies thanks to win last night in Memphis, 120-113. to Coach Quinn Snyder uh, thought uh, Mike Conley's steal and three in the fourth quarter were a game-changer. He's kind of a sneaky quiet. He whispers, but you can hear him. I think he impacts the game so many ways. In those instances, obviously, those are making big plays. His presence on the court is so settling. And I think taking a defensive challenge and also pushing the ball up the court, Mike's capable of making big plays on both ends. And those two plays consecutively certainly had a big impact on the momentum of the game. The Jazz can now close things out coming up tomorrow night. Game number five here at Vivint Arena. Tip-off will be at 7.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30. This update brought to you by our friends at Syringa Networks. You can't stop me now. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O' Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires. The team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Total Request Tuesday, today's theme, Pain Songs. Gordon, uh, if every rose has its thorn, if you were said rose, what would be your thorn? Oh, I really uh, don't want to divulge that information. No? No. If we asked Lisa, what would she say? (laughs) I really don't want to answer that question. 
Austin? I, I don't understand the question. Like every rose has its thorn. Like every up has its down. Like every personality has something like a... Like a um, I met. Uh, I leave my clothes around the house, like my dirty clothes around so the house. So what? Like, uh, okay. What would be your thorn? So what represents my thorn in the family? Right, right, right. Like what, uh, yeah, because what thorns be- do I bring? Yes, uh-huh. you're a beautiful rose, but you have what? <laughs> um, I snore really loudly. Okay, so there you go. That sounds like a question that you would get like in a job interview or something. So, I was gonna say I'm lactose intolerant. But, <laughs> the the rose in in your the or the thorn in your rose, Gordon. I'd, I'd say your willingness to let your wife do all of the manual That's just labor. Not true. Stop it. People believe that. So when, when she signed that. up for marriage to Gordon Monson, she also signed up for a lifetime no. of manual labor. See, you guys perpetuate this myth, and so everybody, all our listeners. It's not say, a myth. Jake, she it likes is. it. It's no, not she likes doing the laundry, all right? She said that And to the you dishes. Guys. I do the dishes. You, know? uh, you load the dishwasher, well, but yeah. you don't unload it. Well, I see. Or rinse the dishes first? No, I do. I, I'm, I'm very fastidious in that <sighs> regard. Hero. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but what about the what about all of the mulch coming from the front yard to the backyard? It was like fifty bags of mulch or something. And you didn't lift one. Uh that happened once. You know, and that your happened, comment to us was, once. "We just she had, looked good doing it." We just had the other. We we just said we just said someone <laughs> do that for us this time around because I I definitely did not want to do it myself, uh, and I didn't want to see her doing it either. Why not? I hauled around a bunch of mulch this weekend. It's not that bad. Well, I don't know. But I'm also not allergic to manual labor. And neither am I. Are you kidding me, man? I've worked hard my whole life. That's why I don't want to sit here and listen to this. Nobody's buying it. It's true. No. Are you kidding me? No. No. When Jake, I was one summer, up. he painted houses. No, no. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? I, one afternoon, oh, he painted a fence. Even, hey, well, yeah. he guys, kept the DuPont farm afloat. Yeah, that's darn right, man. I, I started delivering papers when I was 11 years old. Chucked them in know, the river. Uh, once. And uh, I think. Uh, so, you know, there. I mean, I did that for four years. And then I, I painted houses. And I worked as a custodian slash gardener. And pool boy. And, uh, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> was, was that over the air? Uh-huh. I was never a pool boy. Uh, what else did I do? Uh, oh, I worked uh, with a stonemason for a summer and mixing mud and putting rocks up on a, on a, on a wall. Uh, that's some hard work there, my friend. Uh, for those that do it, yeah, yeah, and I and I did the painting thing for a long time. It was very industrious. Started my own company. I think those dollars might have been tax free. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Well, I was keeping track of that stuff. These oh, are yeah. some tall tales. Well, that was 60 years ago. Come on, there's got to be a punched a shark in the face while doing it. Uh, Gordon, I worked. I, I worked at a, a marina. For a while, you know, uh, tying boats down and whatnot. Raised chickens. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of stories to be told that you don't know about. Stories. Right. Truth. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gordon, tonight, 
Anthony Davis likely not going to go for the Lakers. How do you see it going, Lakers, Suns? Uh, I really think the, the Suns are good. I, 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 th- I think I would favor the Suns. Uh, mostly, if AD was completely healthy, then, uh, then I would think well, Chris Paul is somewhat compromised, but I'll go with the Suns on that one. Interesting that uh, the the NBA and I don't I guess they probably didn't do this on purpose, but the two best games of the night are the Blazers and Nuggets and Lakers and Suns, and they're on at the same time. Yeah, that ain't right. Because I, I I don't know if you I'm assuming you agree with this that the Nets finish off the Celtics tonight, probably make light work of them, and mm-hmm. then I don't know which is the better game. Honestly, the 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 Blazers Nuggets and Lakers Suns they're both interesting for different reasons. What's going on with the Joker these days? Had a bad game the other day. It's not all about. How dare he? Um. Yeah, I think Denver's flawed. The Joker's good, but I think Denver's flawed. I picked Portland in that series to begin with. Still believe they end up winning. Well, one of the reasons Portland is so much fun to watch is because of Dame. And uh, I mean, boy, that is a tough. If you have to pick, I think I'd probably go with the Suns Lakers. It's an hour staggered, so at seven you've got the Blazers Nuggets, and then at eight you've got the Lakers Suns. Okay, well you can record, you know. But going head to head, I don't know which matchup I'd prefer to watch. Probably the Blazers Nuggets. Really, I think I'd go the other way. Well, it, well, it yeah, we depends. know where you're. We know why. Well. What I already said, I think the Suns are really good. Yeah, but one game has the Lakers in it, and one game doesn't. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, I, you know, it does. When I worked in L.A., the guys and, and women that I worked with down there would be laughing at you right now because they knew that I was not a fan. I was not a Laker fan. Never L-A-K-E-R-S. Was. I got witnesses on that one. Doesn't sound like it. Oh, well, that was a joke. I'm not a Lobos fan either, you know. That's go Lobos. Entirely I'm, false. I'm not a Cougars fan. I'm not, a, you know. A go Yates. Cougars. I know that you're not, a Lobos a fan. fan. Go Yates. I know that you're a Lobos fan and a, and a Lakers fan. <laughs> not a Lakers. Fan. The others go are just Jazz! noise, Woo-hoo! but we know about the Lakers and we know about the Lobos. Oh, and we know about the Mud Hens. The Blue Hens. Knock it off, will you? Go Lobos. Get the name right. Mud hens. Blue hens. The fighting blue hens. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the Suns are I think the Suns are the most dangerous team for the Jazz in the West. What? You you save that opinion for the end of the segment? <laughs> that is madness. I think that's Why? Uh, because the Jazz really struggled with them during the regular season. Which doesn't matter. Oh, it matters a little. Not really. A little. And Chris Paul can't even lift his arm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a bit of a problem. But and even with I'm Chris Paul I'm telling you right now, the Jazz have a great opportunity to win the West. Even with Chris Paul you, healthy, they, the Clippers are a better team than the Suns and more of a threat. And well, why, they, wait, why, why didn't they demonstrate that during the regular season? Because it's the regular season, stuff happens, it's a long year. Mm. Donovan had a bad burrito the morning of the game, I don't know. No, I'm talking about the Clippers. <laughs> uh, the Clippers playing the Suns head-to-head? 
who was playing for the Clippers. Kawhi played like in 30% of the games or something. Yeah, I got a strong point there, but that's his fault. Um, but yet still a fact. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it may have played a role. You think? Some of those losses. The guy shooting 70% in the playoffs right now, not playing, would have an impact on the game? You don't say. Who's <laughs> one of the best defensive players <laughs> in, in the league? Yeah. That yeah, guy. That, may, that may affect some things. Uh, but uh, still, I think the Suns are good and the Lakers are the defending champs. So that's the game you got to pick, right? Because. We one of the West champs could come from that game, the the Nuggets and the 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 uh, and poor the Blazers. Are, they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything past this, are they? Mm, I might pick the Blazers to beat the Suns. Why? Because Chris Paul's injury. That and. You're not, well, you're not you impressed with the Suns, the, man. I was impressed with what they did during the regular season. They were tough. I mean, impressed. I certainly wouldn't have predicted it. But I don't know. I think there are other teams that are more formidable. I mean, DeAndre Ayton getting so much better certainly was helpful. But was he a go-to guy in the playoffs? That's far from proven. Chris Paul historically doesn't win a ton in the playoffs. And Devin Booker, he's a he's a scorer. Man, you're just dismissing the Suns like they're nothing. I'm not dismissing the yes, Suns like they're are. nothing. You're crowning the Suns like I'm they've not. actually done something. I am not. I'm just saying that they're a dangerous team. You just call them the most formidable opponent in the West for the Jazz. I said they'd be the most difficult if the Jazz go head-to-head against them. Yeah. That would be a, a difficult matchup. Meaning better than the Clippers and Lakers. Well, well, we're going to find out about the Lakers. The Blazers don't really. I mean, yeah. I mean, all these teams are good, but I, I think the Suns are probably would present the greatest challenge to the Jazz. You make a strong argument. The Clippers, depending upon what version we're going to see, and we're going to all this is going to sort itself out soon. All right, we'll have more big show coming up next. Ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty, the zone. This is Utah Jazz playoff basketball on the Zone Sports Network. The Utah Jazz went to Memphis and did exactly what a one seed should do. Late in games, they closed out victories. Now leading the series three games to one, they return home for Game 5 on Wednesday. A 7.30 tip-off with pregame show starting at 6.30 on the Zone Sports Network. When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every moment on the Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. There isn't much that makes Austin Horton angry. Wait, who are we kidding? Almost everything makes Austin upset. This is Austin's airing of grievances. The tradition begins with the airing of grievances. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for Austin's list. Austin Horton has an enemies list, someplace you don't want to find your name, yet we put names on there all the time. Austin, who makes the list today? Dennis Williams. Does that name mean anything to either of you? Uh, is he uh, Serena's uh, third cousin? <laughs> no, no. At least not. N- I don't believe so. Okay. No. Given the evidence I have here in front of me, he was the uh, director 
of the UAW, the United Auto Workers Union. What did he do? He embezzled $1.5 million in member funds for lavish trips, golfing excursions, booze, and other luxuries. He was sentenced a few uh, weeks ago. How long would you think would be a, a decent sentence for a man who stole $1.5 million from the members' fees of the union he was supposed to be protecting and fighting for? What do you think, Jake? What's a good sentence? 30 days? What? <laughs> <laughs> it must have been something really light. 21 months in prison he was sentenced to. Uh, they believe that he will serve just under six when all is said and done. Mm. He is ordered to pay some restitution. He stole one and a half million dollars, remember? His restitution comes to $147,000 that he'll have to pay back. And here's the real part that got me. As he choked back tears on the stand at his sentencing, I've thought long and hard about how my actions and the actions of others hurt the union that I love. I am more than the actions that have brought me here before you in this case. Close quote. So what he's saying is that he's not all bad. Yeah. But, he's, but he did a bad thing. He's, he's, he's not all bad. He's all deplorable, despicable, and gross. And he goes on the list in the, it, with, as Scotty said today, with the fury of a hundred sons. I hate when you mess with people's money and they've entrusted you. You go to hell. Ooh. Right straight down there. Don't mess with them. Not to mention good, hardworking people that America is built on the backs of, like the auto workers. Did he spend all the money? Or did it's he? all gone. It's all gone. Trips, yachts, booze, other stuff. Uh, isn't that just perks that comes with that job? <laughs> no? He thought it was. It feels like it should be. He probably did a lot of work for the, yeah, you know, and then, then right. he thought, well, look, look at all the good I've done here. I, I did a little something. Well, the booze in the golf is part of the work. Here, here's how about this line from his attorneys. Mr. Williams' life, until his conviction, was a great American success story, his attorneys wrote. So, so I'm, I'm curious about what you're saying here, Austin, because... You think that if someone does something bad, that they are bad to the core. You don't think that maybe he's done a lot of good things in his life and he did one really bad thing. Let's say this is your million dollars, Gordon. Do you care if he's also donating to the Girl Scouts? <laughs> I don't know. I was asking you. It, okay. He steals my money. Go to hell. Hmm? He steals your money. Go to hell. Don't steal people's money. Get hmm. your own money. <laughs> Not to mention he was making a salary of $3 million a year. Woo! So really? check it out, Dennis. That wasn't enough, huh? Apparently not. All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And, hey, maybe you're uh, tired of giving the big pharmaceutical companies money and uh, want to yeah. find a better solution for ED. Listen up. Yeah, that's right. There are a lot of guys spending a lot of money at the pharmacy for ED and taking more and more of it, and there's a lot of dangerous things that go along with that. If you uh, want more intimacy, more normal intimacy, I should say, the way it used to be in the bedroom, the acoustic wave therapy that we use at Wasatch Medical is the proven one, the one that is so heavily studied. In fact, we're approaching 50 clinical studies 
on this technology, they all basically conclude the same thing in a little bit different way. This can regrow blood vessels. It improves blood flow. It can reverse entirely erectile dysfunction and do it without a pill. So many cool things and uh, helping a lot of couples out there. Just makes a lot of sense. You're going at what's what the problem is. That not not the symptom of the problem, but the problem. Exactly. Damaged blood vessels, restricted blood flow. That's the problem. And this treatment repairs those those blood vessels. A pill can give you a little temporary rush of blood flow, but that's also why you get bloodshot eyes and a headache. This is targeted, and it's treating the root cause versus just treating the symptoms. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Get on the schedule, and now's a great time. You're taking all the risk out of this. That's right. Uh, the first step in getting rid of the ED is an assessment and an exam with our doctor. He'll do a blood flow ultrasound. And what's cool is it's no charge. Uh, we give you a little gift that produces immediate results in the bedroom, and you'll love that. Uh, and you can say no to the treatments if you'd like. There's no obligation but give us a call now, and all of that is totally free. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. 801-901-8000. More next, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone, off to a good start on a short week, Gordon. Yeah, we had fun today. Uh, lots to talk about with the Jazz, obviously, and it's going to probably just get bigger and bigger as time goes by because it's, the Jazz are probably going to take care of their business tomorrow night. I would expect them to. Don't know if they'll they'll do that, but uh, we, we'll see. And uh, knowing from the past – when the Jazz get past that first round in the playoffs, and it gets real fun around here. Yeah, I think it's already fun. Yeah. Well, that's because Jazz fans, they, they see what the potential could be here. And usually there's a ceiling on this team. I, I don't know where that ceiling is. I really think they have an opportunity to do something special this year. Well, they're playing well right now. And continued health is going to be a big factor, as we see yes, around the rest of the is. league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, not even, not only Donovan getting back into rhythm, but staying that way, other players on the team as well. So yeah, yeah. I, injuries. I mean, look, any star player goes down, it's going to change everything. You know. So, I just hope for good health for everybody. I don't want to see anybody. You know, you talk about Chris Paul getting injured. I, you know, no, get healthy, Chris. I'd so, like to see Lloyd like stub his toe or something. Is that? Not what you're getting. Do you at? want it to be real painful for him? Yeah, not like you know, uh, like an injury, but just have it hurt. I noticed that you were kind of got a big smile on your face when Austin was talking earlier about his groin injury that he had. You thought that was funny. That's not true. You kind of took pleasure in it. You're the one who repeatedly asked him to describe it in detail because <laughs> you find the word groin no, no. funny. Is that what happened, no. Austin? I didn't. I didn't want to wait a minute. I didn't want the details of the injury, you know, what part was hurt and what. I wondered how it happened. That's what I was asking for. Here, let's run an experiment. Ready? Groin. Look at the corners of his mouth. Oh, look at you. You can't say it like that. 
Okay. Groin. Oh, laughed again. I'm fine over He's here. He's laughing so You're hard. You're the one that laughs every time anybody gets hit in the beans. You think that's the funniest thing you've ever seen? Every time you watch a video where someone gets hit right in the onions, you laugh your head off. I do think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, karma's going to get you one day if you keep that up. Groin. <laughs> it's so- we rest our case. <laughs> Point honor. made. Uh, Gordon, I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Enjoy your evening. All right, you too. Man. Everybody take care of their groins. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.